Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday and it is March 1st already. Today we're going to open with a prayer because it's Monday. We're going to open with a prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts, Prayers by John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that since you are pleased to kindly invite us to yourself and have consecrated your word for our salvation, grant that we may willingly and from the heart obey you and become so teachable that what you have designed for our salvation may not turn to our perdition. But may that incorruptible seed, by which you regenerate us into a hope of the celestial life, so drive its roots into our hearts and bring forth fruit that your name may be glorified. And may we be so planted in the courts of your house that we may grow and flourish, and that fruit may appear through the whole course of our life, until we we shall at length enjoy that blessed life that is laid up for us in heaven, through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, we are reading from Mark chapter 4 once again today. We're going to be in verse 21 through verse 29. Hear the word of the Lord. And he said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket, or under a bed? And not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. All right, so what we're seeing and what we've read for today is actually a continuation of the thoughts that were prior to this, in regards to the parables, the stuff that we saw last week, and particularly the idea that what Jesus is teaching is hidden. Remember, he was saying that those who have ears to hear are going to understand the parables, but those who don't aren't going to get it. And basically the idea is that the Pharisees are going to be confused because they don't have the spirit at work in them to help them to understand. And so he's speaking in these parables to keep his message Hidden. Again, this is sort of a form of the messianic secret, right? We've talked about this, that they can't know too much about Jesus just yet. uh, Because if they were to find out who he really was, the Son of God, come to earth in human flesh, they they would raise him up and they would try to take over. But that's not his mission. His mission is to suffer and die for his people. So what do we have here? Jesus is saying, hey, if you... You put a lamp, you don't put a lamp under a basket or under the bed, you put it on a stand. And what he's saying is, for nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. The idea here is that this, this secret teaching will eventually come to light. It's hidden now, but the reason it's there is because it's going to go out and it's going to be uh, earth-shattering, world-changing. The message will go out, but right now, it's not to be known. Again, messianic secret. Now, notice that Jesus comes back to here in verse 23, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. 
That's the idea once again, that if they can understand, they are going to understand. Jesus wants us to know that those who will understand his word, those who will hear his word and and act upon it, are the ones who are meant to hear it. And so what does Jesus do? He goes back to another parable. He expands upon what he is trying to teach by talking about sowing seed again. And notice that it talks about the kingdom of God. It's as if a man should scatter the seed. He sleeps and rises night and day. It happens. But what happens? The seed comes up. And, you know, it's a miracle. Ever since you were a kid and you put the, the soil in the little cup at school and put the bean in and you put it on your, um, on your windowsill and you watered it, it's a miracle how this stuff comes up. It's, it's amazing. And the same is true of the word of God. The word is planted and it grows. We don't necessarily understand how it works. It's not mechanical. We can't look at it and see it, but it's an amazing thing to see it at work, how it grows within us. And so Jesus uses this parable here. The earth produces the blade, the ear, the full grain of the ear. And then here's the important part. But when the grain is ripe at once, the sower, he pulls out the sickle because it's time for the harvest. And so Jesus is saying that his word is going to go out. It is going to do its work. It is going to continue. It is going to expand. It may be secret. It may be in the ground, but it's going to come and it is going to grow. And when it's time, the harvest will take place. And so we know as the kingdom of God has been shown to us here in the gospel of Mark, that it's this amazing thing that is growing and it comes from the sowing of the seed that is the word of God. And so as we think about what this uh, parable and what this, this passage means for us, It is so important that we trust in the sufficiency of God's word, that we believe that as we hear it, that as we read it, as it is proclaimed to us, that God the Holy Spirit is going to be at work. You know, we sometimes get frustrated with our our spiritual growth. Sometimes it feels like we aren't going anywhere, right? But if we are hearing the word, and if we trust that the Spirit has indwelled us, we can believe that that word will grow. Now, it might not happen at the pace we want it to. It might be faster. It might be slower. We we don't know. Like I said, we can't look at this and see a mechanical way. If you read 25 verses, you'll experience this level of spiritual growth. That's, That's not what happens. Instead, we put the seed within us of God's word, and we trust that it will grow, that the spirit will be at work. And then when it's the time, we will harvest. We will be harvested. We will show that we are bearing fruit. And so may we trust in that sufficiency of the word. May we trust that God is going to do what he has always done in us. We live in an age where uh, we want quick fixes. We, don't, don't you wish there was a by seen on TV, or as seen on TV item that you could buy for spiritual growth that would make it easy? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, no, it wouldn't. What God has ordained is what God has ordained, and it works it works. So trust that word. Don't try to find a shortcut. Just hear the word. Have it proclaimed to you. Uh, Sing it. Say it. Uh, Proclaim it. Hear it. All of those things. And trust that that word is at work in you and that God is making you holy. He is refining you. He is setting you apart. It will be accomplished and there will be a harvest. Let us go to prayer. Almighty God, 
We are humbled to be able to bring our prayers to you, and we know that this is only because of the work of Jesus on our behalf. We are blessed to have your Holy Spirit at work in our lives, and we pray that today we would trust in the sufficiency of your word and spirit at work in us to make us holy, so that we might bring glory to you for who you are and what you have done. As we start off a new week, we ask that you would bless us with the fruit of the spirit of patience. In our fast-paced world, this is a fruit that is difficult for many of us. Help us to slow down and rest in the truth that you are in control. May our patience flow over into the lives of others, that we might be a blessing to them also. And as this week begins, we call to you and trust that you are the one who saves us. May we call out to you evening and morning and at noon, and may we have a sure confidence that you hear our voices as we pray to you, for you have redeemed our souls through the work of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. All right, have yourself an excellent beginning to the week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.